Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash Just Some Guardians. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Holy shit. I don't have a book you should read, but they're great, so do it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 75 of Just Some Guardians. Halfway to another game show I have to plan, dear God. <laughs> so, it's just uh, it's just me from the regular crew here. You know, people have to work early. Um, Russell's just worthless, you know. Um, but, just the most beautiful individual, I think, possibly ever to grace our presence, is here with us tonight. Um... Let me get this voice going and his title remembered in my head. Also, uh, Nick was on drugs last week and I am on drugs this week, so it's going to be great. Still waiting Ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully this is working. <laughs> Joining us tonight on Just Some Guardians, we have Wicked Jester, Lord of the Lewd, King of Lewd, whatever that title was that you told me pre-show, because I totally remember Hey, dude. Hey, how's it going? Going good. How are you? <laughs> that, was, that was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> was it King of Lude, Lord of Lude? I couldn't remember. It was King of Lude. Is what King of Lude. All right. Yeah. Lord of Lude. Lord of Lude sounds very sophisticated, though. LOL. Like that. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Man. So how you doing tonight, man? It's lovely to have you on the show. It's it's great. Got a nice drink next to me. Had a nice work day. Nice and calm, relaxed. Nobody bugs me. That's probably the best part. Dude, so. is that possible in this world? A work day where it, no it one bothers possible. you? It is possible when you hide. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, if you yeah, don't mind me asking, what do you do, dude? Uh, I'm a U.S. Marine. So, all right, on, dude. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So. Hiding, yeah, hiding could be good. Hiding is hiding can be very good sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd put out a uh, Twitter post, basically begging people to be on the show. I was like, you know, I'm I'm tired of reaching out. You know, I'm like, let's just make a post, and and this guy dove all over it, and uh, it was pretty exciting. I've been honestly meaning to reach out to you for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm just an idiot, and so I haven't. And so I was like, sweet, this makes life so much easier. <laughs> uh, I am here for your entertainment pleasure. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> go on. <laughs> so we're going to end up, we're going to definitely be talking some Destiny here, folks, because uh, there's a lot of stuff happening. Um, some really cool stuff. Again, we record this uh, Thursday nights. That's live on twitch.tv slash Guardians, And... um. Some cool stuff happened in the community today. 
and some things going on in game, and then we're going to get to the main segment, which is going to be beautiful. You'll find out later. Foreshadowing. <laughs> so, how has Destiny been going for you, dude? Like, there's just, <laughs> every time I turn around, there's just like, hype, 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 hype. Absolutely. I mean, everything that's been going on, especially with like the updates, um, I'm actually really excited with some of the stuff that they announced for the Eververse updates. Um, as far as just how they're going to start working the new armor sets with, as far as the, uh, and basically being applied as cosmetics that you can put on one piece of armor instead of having to buy the same stuff over and over again. Transmog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Finally here. So I don't know what you young kids call it. Me being the old guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, <laughs> I call it that. Uh, so in world of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. That was the big thing that they had added, was um, basically being able to turn any piece of gear you had into looking at anything else you'd ever owned in that slot. And so it yep. was called Transmog there, so it's kind of, I guess, mm -hmm. for, for us youngins, become the general term mm -hmm. to use. Yeah, dude, that's so exciting. Uh, by the way, I'm completely screwing with you. I know what Transmog means. That's what you get for trolling me earlier. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, should we tell them what happened earlier? Oh yeah, by all means. Let's let's get this one out there. This, all right. this should be funny. So <laughs> So we're talking back and forth, you know. Um, how do you guys do this podcast? Discord, Skype. I was like, um, talk to text uh over MSN Messenger. And how did that go on your end? Um I bit down on that shit like a fish on bait. <laughs> it was uh, so yeah, I'm sitting there on my side of the table, like, okay, yeah, that's that's old school, all right, but uh, sure, why not? Let's go with it. This guy seemed dumb he, enough he, to use MSN. He wouldn't, he wouldn't screw with me, he, 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 you know. So I tell my wife, I was like, yeah, go ahead, freaking, uh, if you can, can you download it on the computer? Because she's setting everything up, helping me out, and uh, she's like, babe, I'm not, uh, I'm not sure he meant MSN. Are, are you sure that's what he wants it? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. That's what he said in the text. <laughs> you sure? It's kind of old. It's just a little old. Honey, honey. He said it. That's it. You He's a professional, it. all right? <laughs> yeah. Five minutes later, I get a, I'm get. i sitting there just looking at it. She's like, nobody's updated this since 2005. Blah, 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 blah. Text butt back. I was like, you're screwing with me right now, aren't you? <laughs> and then just get the... The most beautiful little uh, freaking gif in the world of him just laughing his ass off. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get a friend request on Discord immediately from his wife who just wants to yell at me. It was so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, she's going to be coming after you, Guardian God. You just wait. God, I hope so, dude. <laughs> that I mean, I have attempted that. I can't tell how many times and it finally worked. I'm glad I could feel so alive. <laughs> well, honestly, at first, I thought you were joking back with me. I was like, oh, sweet. We'll just play along here. We'll just play uh, along. Role play, as it were. And um, right? next thing you know, I'm like, oh, my God, they fell for it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, uh, so you're on um, PlayStation, correct? I am on PlayStation. I'm also on Xbox. Oh, really? And as, yep. And as soon as... Share or uh, cross save. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. I will probably be on PC on occasion, but mostly <sighs> uh, PlayStation. Dude, we're gonna have to make that happen. 
So I'm, I'm trying to branch out and get out there as much as I possibly can. Uh, Hydra in general, I think, is trying to do that. So as a clan, we're trying to get out there and be as much of every part of the community as we can. And just kind yeah. of get our, uh, get our fingers into everything. <laughs> Go on. So Hydra Gaming, I've seen like, I've seen them everywhere. I've played a lot uh, with various members in there. Like, mm -hmm. how did that start with you? So, okay. <laughs> it originally started, uh, you know, Cole. Oh yeah. Icicle. <clears throat> so I met her first through a roleplay discord uh, on Twitter. Uh, met her through that, then met Green. Both of them joined Hydra shortly after I met them. And I was in a clan at the time. Uh, <laughs> it was Everybody Loves Bacon. Oh, uh, it's <clears> true. No, oh, yeah, it is. Uh, they're still going. Uh, but as far as just the activity that we had going on, it just wasn't enough for what I was looking for. And I was getting a lot of, there was a lot more activity gameplay going on crucible wise just involvement in the game period going on in hydra plus a lot of the new friends that i've made were there so i was like you know i'm just gonna head on over there and see what see what's up with it and so far it's been a very hilarious and wonderful time with those people i'm, I'm sure as you can probably imagine with people like cole and green and myself over there just being the tip of the iceberg Oh yeah, there's an, there's an amazing group of people just of talent and cape sets. Uh, Lux, the guy who's been bringing us mostly together, he's easily one of the best PvP players I've ever played against. I love challenging him just to tick him off <laughs> because he's <laughs> I talk so much shit. Yes, but uh, but yeah, oh, he's by far one of the best PvP PvP players I've ever known. So uh, oh yeah, I think nice I've. I think I've played with Lux a couple times mm -hmm. and like you load them to a match. And by the end of the match, you're like, I didn't see anyone cause they were all dead. <laughs> right. This isn't fun. <laughs> well, we went into banner today and we're the majority of our clan. We went in as a six deck. We go in and we're sitting there looking at the scoreboard. We won the match. You see the bottom kill or bottom person has five kills, six kills, 12 kills. Uh, 15 kills, 16 kills, and then there's Lux sitting at the top of the Mac, 30 kills. It's like, well, no fucking way. I couldn't get any goddamn kills. <laughs> like, Did they all quit? Oh, no, they're just <laughs> respawning again and again right. and again. <laughs> no, we had a... Uh, I was playing with um, Xanafan711 from Barely ADS, and mm -hmm. then uh, Novembro um, over at Hootog. Mm -hmm. And we were in Iron Banner earlier, and we had this match... And it was, I mean, one of the sweatiest Iron, batch, Iron Banner matches I've played. We're like neck and neck the whole time. So we look at the counter, and we both have 124 kills. And we're like, oh my god, oh one my more, Jesus. no one die, right? <laughs> the game ends, and all we see is that they had 125. And we're like, ah, damn it, we lost. And it pops up, we had 126 we're like, oh, oh my, my god! god. They gave us the victory. We're like, yes! <laughs> Those guys have to be so pissed right now. Oh my god. There's been so many of those lately. Like, I, I don't know about you, but I've noticed just PvP in general, both the uh, non-competitive and competitive playlists have just been really freaking sweaty. Like, oh yeah. It's just, man. You go into a quick play and you're just like, alright, let's get some warm-ups in. You come back out and you're just like, I'm done, with, I'm done warming up. We're done with the <laughs> Okay, I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to go to comp to warm up now. Right? 
<laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and um, honestly, like you've been seeing on Twitter everywhere, like Lord of Wolves, Lord of Wolves everywhere. And oh I've been God. running into like, uh, I've probably had like four or five matches where the entire other team is all just running fighting lion and just jumping everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what is happening? I've maybe been killed by Lord of Wolves maybe, I don't know, four or five times. Uh, yeah, I think the uh, this afternoon when we played, I think maybe at most we saw three in one match on the opposite team. But it, I don't know. I really don't think that it's been as big of an issue just because there aren't that many people who know really how to use it. Because mm-hmm. it is a very finicky weapon. It's very powerful when used right, but it's just it takes a little bit to actually sit down and be like, okay... 1v1 me real quick. You're going to stand over there, and I'm going to back up and see just how far this thing can reach you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it just works without you knowing it's working. And like, mm-hmm. Wait, oh, no. Oh, I lost it. Like, no, you hold down square. Attack what? square? No, you hold it. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I crouching? Hold- I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding it down. No, you reload it and hold it down. Right it's just some of the conversations that we've had in voice in voice chat while, while trying to explain weapons is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Why we're are having you fun. Him? I'm not teabagging him. I'm trying to throw him <laughs> there. Stop being toxic. I'm just trying to learn. <laughs> Somebody told me if you teabag the the, the point, it, it captures faster. Yeah, we had uh, <laughs> we had fun trying to remember uh, that Iron Banner was a. Uh, you know, power was on. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, we're all raging, like, how'd that guy not fucking die? Oh, wait. Power, power. Power, power. I think it was just a constant circle of this one. <laughs> power, power. Right, 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 right. Got it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I've been having yeah. fun with Iron Banner. I played, God, I mean, because they had the, uh, well, we'll slide in, um, the mm-hmm. Bungie bounty today for the, um, Bungie mm-hmm. was, did their um, Guardian Con block. For the St. Jude charity. Yep. And so we jumped on, uh, I think the whole two hours they were doing Iron Banner and tried tried to match up. Didn't happen once, but we ended up playing for like two hours. Just had a great time. Like, I can't remember the last time yeah. I just played, you know, anything PvP that long and not gotten really angry. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. Throwing a controller. <laughs> yep. Smash the keyboard. Get out of my face. Oh, crap. That was expensive. Why did I do this? <laughs> Oh man, I don't know how many times I've heard somebody. All you hear is that. <laughs> You're just like, uh oh, somebody got pissed. Oh, there goes another controller. <laughs> yeah, I have this one spot on my desk that I'm waiting to just break because every time I'm just like, I'm really good oh, at pounding my fist down. down. <laughs> so my wife will be like downstairs and she'll come running up. Is everything okay? Yeah, it's everything's fine. fine. I'm an adult and in control of my emotions. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, um so, yeah go ahead, oh, go ahead. no <laughs> you go ahead all right well so going off of new topics and new things going on probably the biggest thing recently menagerie how are you liking that man i i need to get in this week because i want to see that new boss but i've been loving menagerie mm-hmm. it's blowing my mind i like when they announced what it was i was like okay this is awesome uh, like a match made, you know, six player activity. We've been mm-hmm. begging for something like this. And then to actually get in there and realize, okay, I can't fail. Um, which is nice. <laughs> it, I will say that was, that was nice as 
because looking at it from the perspective of, you know, all different le skill levels and everything like that out there, having something that it can't be a waste of your time. Mm -hmm. is nice. That, yeah. That, that very, that by itself is an absolute win. Uh, I think in Bungie's calls on that one is that there's no way that you can make this an absolute waste of your time. Exactly. You know, if, if you're really bad, it just takes longer, but you're not going to fail out of it. It backfills pretty quick. Mm -hmm. um, and I like, you know, all the various encounters. My main thing is like, they all kind of teach like a smaller version of a raid mechanic we've had. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was in a uh, Eater of Worlds group actually the other night. And when we were explaining how, you know, the skulls worked and everything. We had someone we ran menagerie with. We were like, oh, yeah. hey, you remember the skull thing in Manette? Like, that's exactly what we're going to be doing. He's like, oh, and it clicked because of that. Which like, I'm like, that's bug. really cool. So you can <laughs> use that to go do older content with people who haven't done it. I was like, okay, that's kind of a cool idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think my favorite part about the whole thing, like the uh, the recipes for making the new weapons. Oh, yeah. The fact that I can sit there and grind those weapon rolls and just you know go back and back and back and back and know this is exactly the weapon i'm going to get i'm just trying to get the rolls and i can control the fact that it's going to drop for every activity that i do i think that is just spot on like perfect i love that oh yeah and then you know the fact that you know when you're doing a um an encounter if you're doing well at it it increases the power level mm -hmm. and so you're suddenly going okay well i want to increase my power level to see if this actually gets easier and, and, you know, you feel it, you know, week mm -hmm. after week as you go in, you're like, I'm getting better and better and better at these. I'm not dying to thrall immediately. Um, blackout go screw yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's just, I see myself doing this for a long time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, def I definitely enjoy it. Uh, it's from the day we were, Hydra went in the day that Menagerie launched and <laughs> I, I harass Green about this on a daily basis, but uh, the the hive room where you have to go in and capture the plates, and you got the giant knights com coming in after the you. corners of the room. Yeah, with in the, the dark in the corners of the room. <clears throat> yeah. So we we all go in there. I want to say it was me, Lux, uh, Cole, Green, myself. I believe Dwyer was in there, and Leighton Criminal. And we're all we're in there, and. You, all these thralls start coming in. Of course, people start panicking. It's the first time right there. Like, okay, crap, there's a lot of thrall. We got to get out, you know, push people. And we're running around rampant and we're running the plates and you got three people over here and two people over there. Then all of a sudden you hear green pop. And she's like, oh my God, it's a knight. And it's wearing a hat. <laughs> it's wearing <laughs> I, was, I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> like everybody's just started cracking up. It was such a great breaker. It was just the fun that we had going in there without the stress of it being like a raid. Yeah. The amount of fun that you have in the menagerie for me is just, it's one of those sorts like, okay, this is, this is some worthwhile content. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we, um, I, I think our first time to that encounter, it was funny. We were in a group and we're split up and we're surviving pretty good. And no one saw the night and we all wound up on one plate together. Uh huh. And so, you know, it spawns, and when I think it was me, I turned and threw um, a solar grenade down the hallway. It just goes, uh -huh. and just like, you know, the the outline lines up for half a second in unison. All of us just go, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> like, shit. in unison. <laughs> what do we do? 
Burn it, kill it, run! <laughs> it's got huge buck teeth. <laughs> run! Run away! <laughs> run away! Have you um? Have you done it this week? Um, I actually have not done it this week. I've been uh, waiting to get a team together because, man, it's been crazy this week trying to get stuff together uh, between trying to grind the game and then getting ready for Guardian Con. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yes. Uh, oh, I'm, boy. I am literally counting down the days by biting fingernails off. Like, it's, it's bad. It's scary how close it actually is. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, me and Kelly are actually cosplaying they're at guardian con um i'm gonna be doing like a shin mal fur uh concept and we've, we're building her titan armor oh my god that's so, so awesome yeah and it's just been like it's one of those where it's like okay you set this plan eight months out and you're like mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna finish these armor pieces here 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 and here and by the time you get to three months you realize you're like the first four months of that completely fell through um <laughs> oh yeah I, <laughs> I, I got eight months plenty of time i got seven months yeah, plenty of time plenty of time so yeah, it's been it's just been getting everything like finally together, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been a rush trying to get everything put together and balance plus the three kids and going to school and work. And, oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm just like working my upper arms for all the hugs. I'm getting prepped, you know. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, Rocky training doing, scenes over doing, here. Doing the prison workout, like okay. Here we go. All right. All right. We got this. We'll hug the shit out of all of you. Uh, public service uh, announcement. Anyone that's going to Garden Con and sees me, feel free to hug the shit out of me. I'm full content. Doesn't bother me at all. Bear hugs. I'm all about it. Don't forget to raise the leg. Also, please, I will pick you up to the best of my ability. <laughs> oh man but um well we didn't mention um with guardian con uh so bungie's block today is actually crazy if anyone was watching the uh the bar just never stopped moving they ended up um uh, a little over four hundred thousand k uh for just just their block for the saint jude which is just nuts we still have a few more days and then dr lupo has the last thing i think they're gonna blow their three million like just completely out of the oh, water. Yeah. That goal is yeah. like, it's made already. It's crazy. Yeah, I can I can tell you right now, man. It's the the level of compassion and humanity I've seen out of this community, especially when it comes to events like this, is really awe inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, to me, it actually kind of hits home a little bit. I have a vision. Um, he was born with hypoplastic left heart. So at five days old, he had open heart surgery and he's had three of them. He's seven years old now. So I can tell everybody, uh, anybody who's listening, give to these charities. Uh, They do go to children. They help save lives. And it is the children are, and parents and families are forever grateful for your contributions. I know that for a fact. So it's just it's amazing to see what this community has done for these kids absolutely yeah wow i can't i can't imagine dude you're awesome you're doing good but um 
Oh boy, I think you know Bungie Bungie having their block, it couldn't have timed out better. Like mm-hmm. everything's just over the last two weeks has gone so their way. Look, you know, mm-hmm. the community's completely turned around. <laughs> their thoughts and feelings on it. I I think that block would have been completely different if that was like a month ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I could definitely see that going that way, um, especially before the. <laughs> Before the Vidoc released, I, <laughs> yeah. I think after the Vidoc released, the Destiny fan base just got a massive moto boner and just, just oh, ran yeah. with it. So it was it was pretty awesome to watch that and just see the community just kind of breathe that sigh of relief, like things are going to be good. Things yeah. are good. this is going to st- if this is the way it's going, then this is like it. Yeah, this so. is this is a good place to be, a good fan to be right now. Mm-hmm. They're, they're riding that high wave, you know. Boom, Activision is out of here. Uh, boom, here's all the content coming up. Season of Opulence is awesome. Hey, here's mm-hmm. how Eververse is going to work in the future. And look at this Guardian Con thing we just did. Yeah, yeah. wow. Like, talk yeah, about good press right now. Play with your friends on Xbox. Cross save is coming. Here yeah, you. boom. Yeah, I, like, it wasn't all at once. They're like, hey, love us today. Oh, hey, love us today. You get a car, and you get a car. Everyone gets a car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh my god, dude. That was crazy, because they have, in the top corner, um, uh, I'm having a brain fart here. I'm on drugs. Um, Where the money was coming through. (laughs) The notifications Mm -hmm. for every every single donation, yeah. It was like, Mm -hmm. you'd watch, uh, because I had it pulled up all day, and like the person before, you know, donation comes through. Mm Mm-hmm little bit donation comes through. I mean, bungees, it was just like, the thing never stopped moving. Just boom, boom. Notification, 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 notification. And it was funny, I don't know if you watched, like, so right when their time block stopped, it mm-hmm. popped up that it started the next person's, even though they hadn't gone live yet. Mm-hmm. And so the next guy started at like 8K, just because bungees was still oh, going. It was still going? Yeah. And so his counted at like, like 8K yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. It's like, go me, you know? So good. Uh, it's a nice little ego boost. It's all right. Yeah, right? Go right. me. I'm that. doing good. <laughs> well, should we dive into tonight's topic? Um, I'm absolutely ready for that. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we're talking <laughs> role play. Oh, I mean, not, not that kind of role play. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it. Or uh, are we? Well, we that might that might come up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, do you want to explain what we're talking about here tonight, my man? All right. So what we're talking about is you're taking a fantasy scene of any kind, really, and walking yourself through as a character within that scene, whether it be inside the game of Destiny or any other game, really. We're talking about tabletop games, D&D, uh, online Twitter roleplay, things of that nature, anything where you get to project a character of your choosing and interact with others in an environment that is impactful or entertaining to you and your friends or your projected audience. Would you yeah. say that's good enough? For- I think that's a really good cover. Yeah, I was super excited when you, when you brought this up. Um, I mean, anyone that's listened to the show knows, like, we're all about D&D here. I, any, um, 
any like major MMO I've played in the past, like I've done the role play stuff. I've I've danced on mailboxes in my underwear. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Um, so yeah, all about this dude. Where do you want to start? Uh, all right. So one thing that uh, partic- in particular that interests me with role play is the reason behind doing it. Like, why? What is it about role play that attracts you into doing it? Ooh. So, and I can go on. I can go on and start if you need some. Well, you know, I, for me, obviously, it's not being myself. <laughs> but no, it, it's cool. You know, um, growing up, I was really, you know, I loved reading fantasy books, um, stories, you know, comic books, and anything that took you, you know, into another world. Mm-hmm. And you know, tried my hands at writing some stuff, and that gets you know your brain. Constantly, you know, getting creative, getting those juices flowing, as it were. And mm. and as I got older, I had less and less time to do the actual, like, writing stuff. And then I found, like, doing it in gaming. And, you know, a lot of, like, major MMOs have pretty big communities around it. And it mm. got me back into that writing mindset. And actually living in a world and letting that part of my brain work. And it was, it was really exciting to be able to do that again. So I, that's, I think that's where it all started with me. Nice. Uh, I can definitely say that as far as where it started with me, it, my story would be very similar to yours. Uh, mm-hmm. Destiny was easily one of my triggering games, I guess you could say, to getting me onto the track of this. Um, the biggest like tabletop adventure type games where I got into creating my own little stories and worlds. Uh, I'm I'm a big 40k or 40k fan. Oh so yeah, it's love. I love chaos. Gotta love my night lords. Mm. <clears throat> I should have my brother and, here tonight. He's super into that. Oh yeah, and just the lore that goes into the background, guys, is it's 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 sadistically twisted. It's great. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, and they've got a massive expansion of books that are out there going through the entire universe, and just that stirring my imagination. And uh, I enjoy painting the miniatures, so it got my imaginative juices flowing. But then when I started playing Destiny, I could feel myself slipping into that, you know, uh, that illusion of this is me inside mm-hmm. the game. <clears throat> and it, it definitely got me going into it. And I started seeing these RP accounts popping up on Twitter. Because <clears throat> me being an old man, I hopped on the Twitter train just a little bit late in my life. I've literally only had my Twitter account for maybe a year and a half or yeah, about a year and a half, two years. So yeah, I've been. Don't worry, I'm I'm right there with you. <clears throat> yeah, I've I'm been out of the social media well uh, circuit for a while, probably for the best of my mental health. But <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. There's days I go, hmm, I don't know about this, right? But um, but yeah, started up with an RP character. My very first RP character was Toll in the Shattered that I played on Twitter, <clears throat> and he's still going strong. He's got uh, 500 and some followers at this point. I try not to pay attention to it because I don't like, I don't want to be one of those Twitter accounts mm-hmm. um, that tracks their followers. Um, Cause I write, I write because it's fun. And I realized that as I started writing the reactions that I was getting, um, the better my writing and the more effective writing that I used, the more realistic reactions I got out of people. And I started realizing that I was drawing real emotions from people. And I think that is what, eventually just pulled me to the point where I was like, this is something that I enjoy doing and I want to keep doing is because I, I, 
I take away a vast amount of experience and understanding of people by seeing how they react to situations that I can put them in, in an RP and I can actually affect their emotions. I can talk to a part of themselves that they sometimes aren't even aware of. I can see things about themselves that they're not sometimes aware of. So it's been, I guess, a year now since I started RPing, and I've made some extremely, extremely amazing friends in that time period. And all of us are just, it's, we've gotten so close because it feels like we all know each other that well, Mm -hmm. Um, just because we, we have put put each other in those situations and we've like incredible situations you would never actually think (laughs) you, you would really be in. And it's just, you under, you start to understand people's reactions and really get the kind of person that they are. And it's, it's amazing to me to be able to see that kind of person without having to worry about the, sometimes the nervousness of, you know, actually meeting in public and things like that. It's, it's a really freeing experience. So I think that's, that's the reason why I enjoy it the most is just, it's a, it's an incredible amount of freedom that it, it provides if you're willing to open up to it. Wow. That was that's a really good way to put it. Um, well, cause you look at, you know, how do friendships form, you know, combined mm-hmm. experiences, things you go through. And so, you know, if, if everyone, you know, gets into it, the writing's good, whatever's happening, you really feel like you've actually experienced these things. They're yeah. part of who you are. They're memories. I remember that time we went through this. Yep. You didn't, <laughs> but you did, you, did you know, and, and that, yeah, I mean, I have friends uh, on my battle net that we still um, I don't play WoW as much anymore, but from people that I did really big RP stuff with, I mean, 10 years ago, like we still reach out all the time. We're all friends on Facebook, you know, and what's going on with the kids and all that stuff. You know, it's, it's, it's a crazy experience for sure. Um, I think one of the, uh, that's, that's awesome. Like you recently got into it. Um, one of the coolest experiences I think I've had, like actual, like in game RPing. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, <clears throat> There's a couple of really close guildmates of mine in World of Warcraft years ago. God, this is like 2007, 2008, somewhere in there, I think. And um, so they were getting married in real life. And then we've all heard, you know, this kind of thing happens. So they wanted to get mm-hmm. their characters married in the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so um, cross realm stuff had just come into the game where like, if you were in a group with someone on another server, they could still be next to you mm-hmm. in an instance, you know? Right. And so we'd put it out on the forums. We had like hundreds of people that were going to come to this thing. We're all excited. They asked me to like, you know, officiate the whole thing. I'm like, Oh my God, this is crazy. You know? So please, please tell me you did a webcam where you had the little. Oh no, this is, this is all in game, you know, <laughs> uh, you'll like what I was wearing. This is great. Um, Oh God. Well, I mean, in game, you know, I was like full paladin armor and whatnot. This is, this is getting really nerdy. Enjoy this. Um, please, please tell me there was like a BDSM skin that you could wear. <laughs> oh, there, well, there was. I didn't do it, but there was. But it was like, so, like a couple days before, I went hunting, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, I mm-hmm. should be home in time. This is gonna be fine. So I get home from a hunting trip. I'm like, I barely have time. So I grab my crappy little laptop and I like plug everything in, and I'm still wearing like my orange and everything, and I'm all logging in and getting everything set up and like just raid groups of people are showing up to this cathedral 
everyone's you know we everyone figured out like how close they had to sit so they could still see like the chat bubbles as they went up i like on the fly like wrote this whole beautiful thing and they're all dressed up and everyone's all standing and sitting and like everything's Mm -hmm. flowing beautifully and we took these big pictures and had this big like after party afterwards i was like this is really cool shit you know there's i mean there's like 150 people involved in this thing and that's that's one of the things that amazes me about technology and about the environment of gaming today is like that's that is it's so hard to get something like that to actually happen mm-hmm. in the physical world and yet we can make it happen on a digital layer and make it feel almost as though you were there yourself and that is probably one of the best most wonderful powers of role imagine is just the fact that it can bring the impossible to you and it can make you feel those things that you feel are way too out of reach for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think this, this, especially with te- te- modern technology and gaming now, it's just amazing to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, 100%. You know, a lot of people talk about... Um, <laughs> I forgot to turn the baby monitor off. You're welcome, everybody. Um, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um you know, so many people talk about how crazy it is that friendships form gaming online because you're all just in the comfort of your mm-hmm. own home. And, and it's, it's interesting how many people don't take that extra step. There's a lot of gamers that don't realize, you know, role-playing is just another, you know, step in that, I don't know, friendship grouping closerness. I don't know how to describe that. But, yeah. you know, a lot of people sadly, you know, shoot it down or shun it. And it's like it really just makes, you know, these bonds that you are all, you know, all crying about onto I'm so thankful for blah 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 and it's just another level of that and it's it's mm-hmm. beautiful honestly <clears throat> yeah it's I've never understood oh I take it back I've understood why people have shut it down and why mm-hmm. people shun it and push it off to the side um people find it more comfortable to push things away and put down the things that they don't understand so as I think it's short-sighted for people to just push it away without think without going into it. I realize it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but I definitely encourage people to look into it and actually you know, give it a shot. You know, if it's not for you, it's not for you. And it, you know, uh, Kelly's not a huge fan of it, but she's done it occasionally, and uh, but she has that experience to at least say, you know, I gave it a shot and I looked. And it's definitely, if it's something that you haven't done before, I highly recommend you try it because if it is something that it turns into you, an enjoyment for you, it will completely change how you start looking at games and how you start interacting with friends. So. <clears throat> I think we're going to go turn up the baby monitor. <laughs> Yeah, for everybody listening, all, by all means, um, just look into it. If you haven't already, try it out. There's plenty of people out there that are uh, on Twitter, in-game, help grab a fire team of three people, go into a mission, and just act like your guardians would. Mm-hmm. Trust me, the, the hilarity that will ensue just out of that, you'll understand what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. No, um <laughs> I have a friend, Josh, since I've, cause I mean, I think most people know I took a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. Um, when I came <clears> back, 
So I have this friend, Josh, um, who we played, I mean, all sorts of games years ago. And I kept trying to tell him, like, you'll like Destiny. This is so up your alley. He'd be like, no, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. So when D2 um, launched on PC, he's like, okay, I'll try it. You know, whatever. And he's played, he's in like the, the top 3% most played time now, like in the world. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, I told you this would be your game. Um, but we do that all the time. You know, we'll get in a fire team, we're running stuff. We'll like, uh, we have like a music bot when we're in Discord and we'll, we'll put on certain like, you know, cla- you know, classic rock shit, you know, going on for things. Oh, and we're yeah. like, oh, it'll yeah. end, like the song will end right as the boss dies. We're like, I feel like our guardian would actually yes. fucking do that, you know? And <laughs> yeah. we're like, it gets you in the zone, you know? And that's and when you, play you throw better. the guitar. The guitar th- <laughs> exactly. Yes. That's where, <clears throat> this is where I'd put that emote if I had one. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's so, yeah, it's so, it gets you, I'm using my words properly, I promise, folks. My brain is moving too fast for my mouth. You know, and mm. like you said, you know, just try it with your fire team. It's amazing, like, I almost play better when I'm doing it. Because you just, it's almost like you enter the flow state because you're not you. You're not thinking about it, you're just... You're just going, and then it's it's a way cooler experience. Definitely give it a try. I completely agree. Something. Especially once, oh, go ahead. No, you no. you're doing a point. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say one of the things that it, if you really get into it, I don't know if this has ever happened. You start getting sucked into the RP, and you start wearing the mask just a little too heavy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> You start forgetting that. Wait a second. Who? Wait. Which one of you is me? <laughs> like, oh yeah. One of us. <laughs> you finish. You finish Uh-oh. a strike or something. You stand up and you're like, <clears throat> got a whole stance. Uh-oh. You rip open the door and you're like, where is meat? You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want to punch things. Oh, there, there's been times where we've had RPs before. Um, oh man. One of the, I think one of the best ones that pops up in my mind on my character's shin. I actually killed him off. Uh, I, I got one of my guardians. I, uh-huh. I killed him off. Oh and shit! The person that I was playing with was was in a romantic relationship with him. Um, they had been dating together for a long time, and was and it reached that point of oh I can't say I love you, but no, I do. And it got to the point where it was it was extremely emotional for both of us writing it because we were just so sucked into the characters at that point that it, it just became an emotional investment. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's crazy how, whenever you start sticking to these characters and you delve in deep into them, how gripped into them you can be. It's just, <clears throat> you can give you shivers. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No, I had, um, I had a character a long time ago, uh, me and this lady were still friends on Facebook, reach out and stuff. Um, but so, so our characters, you know, were in the, had like, I think we met at that wedding actually. And like, it just kind of kept going from there, you know? And like, it got to a point where we both were like, all right, we need to like talk to our spouse and be like, Hey, here's what's going on. Just so you know, you know, is everything cool with this? You know, it was, it was, it was crazy to like get to that, not like. It it was weird because it wasn't so much like me and her had that connection. You know, it was more 
because it was so in depth through the characters, you know, it was crazy to see. But um, something something I've been meaning to try, you know, <laughs> you've been talking about is the I need to get back into the just the writing, you know, the, the I love following all the the Twitter characters, you know, in you know Destiny Universe or anywhere else, and how everyone interacts with each other, interacts with the community. It's it's so. It's it's really fun to watch, and I, I need to get that creative part of me going again. How how do you uh, how how would you get into that? Okay, so when I first started doing my RPs, it actually was more. I took it on as kind of a job because when I was doing Toland, uh, what I was trying to do with that character originally was just act as him, giving guardians hints towards the Ascendant Realm puzzles yeah. when those first came out. Uh-huh. So, thank you, man. You're welcome, babe. <laughs> Cheers. Hey, um, there's another one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was supposed to be giving hints to Guardians about the Ascendant Realms, but after a while, uh, once all the Ascendant Realm puzzles were done, I kind of lost the purpose for them. And I was like, okay, so now what am I supposed to do with it? Um, once I found other characters that had done a similar job of setting things up and looking for you know other things to do with their time we ran into cole who had the server going Mm -hmm. uh, and we had an actual role play discord server that we were doing at the time Uh, that server has since fallen to the wayside Um, there are there are a couple of discord servers out there but more than likely if you're trying to get into the role play online and twitter specifically then um yeah it's i would say find another character that's on there and start up a conversation with them. that's probably the easiest way to hop into it um some of it's going to be short place or short wordplay some of it's going to be longer word look at the writer and how they interact with other people around them mm-hmm. and then go from there pick a writer that you think you could interact with on your skill level because Trust me, if you start, if you haven't done it before and have an RP before, and you start off with one of the writers that does the long script, mm-hmm. that can get really exhausting very quickly. If you're. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Especially doing it on Twitter. Like, if you're doing it like me on your phone, sitting here doing this for 18 posts, max characters that you can do gets very tiring very quickly after a while both on your eyes and your brain oh yeah you poor but, um, you poor <clears throat> screen yep but uh to practice what i do is basically pull out my phone and i do a voice to talk or a voice to text and i get my verbiage out there i i speak what i want conveyed to everybody and then i look back over it reread everything and say okay how does this speak to me how do i interpret it and then go back and edit it as I see. So, well, I mean, since you're using talk to text so much, I figured you'd have an easier time with the MSN part. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's God. I need it. That's that's good advice. Because I'm like when I first started getting into it in games and stuff, like. You'd find meetups because I played on like roleplay servers, and you'd find groups of people going at it. <laughs> well, not yeah. that way, you know. But um, and so I mean, I'd like sit on the bench nearby. <laughs> oh, I've seen that plenty of times. 
Don't worry. I've been involved, all right? But um Beware the NSFW chat. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it was funner to turn the in-game filter on and just guess what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Um no, Mystery but like theater <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But so there was some group she'd sit on a bench and watch, and you'd just be like, just how quickly everyone was just like moving their story along and how intricate mm-hmm. the writing was and their characters and like and you you were in it. Just watch I spent I actually spent an hour just like following this group creepily, you know, the whole time. Just like this is, is like watching a movie or reading a book out because mm-hmm. you just they're doing you know, they're moving, they're emoting, but it's all so intricately written and there was like a there was a text command you could have where you could write your own emote basically. So mm-hmm. in the in the text chat there was a separate spot for emotes, and so they could write like you know so and so looks over the ridge ponderingly or whatever you know, and it like mm-hmm. it just kept going and just how fast these guys were moving it was like I'm not at that level, but it was cool to see you know where it could end up. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been really a really interesting experience because I definitely did not realize how impactful and ex- how many people actually like sat down and read other people's RPs. Like when mm-hmm. I got into it, I, I was just like, okay, this is just for me and doing the whole performance kind of thing out there. Like it, it's out there for people to watch if they want to, but I'm expecting. Yeah, it's all for me. And then the first time I got a response that either tagged my character in it or actually was direct message to me talking about how much they actually, like they really enjoyed like reading the RP and really enjoyed um, the adventures that I was having as a character. That was, it was impactful because it actually, I was trying to convey a message in the RP and I think that was probably what makes RP for me. So I guess meaningful at this point um, is that I'm trying to get points across in the majority of the RPs that I try to do. Uh, Lately it's been more of just kind of for my own interest, fun RPs. Mm But um, yeah, when I try to get a nice long story going, I, I try to put a deeper message in there. Uh, it makes me feel a little bit more invested in the RP, and it, it definitely, I guess, makes me feel prouder of putting something out into the world that I can be proud of, uh, both in quality and in hopefully whatever lessons might be taken out of it. So yeah, it's a little part of you, little just kind of going out, going out into the, the the Twitter sea. Yeah, a little part of me and everybody now. God, I wish. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, no, that is, you know, you, you put a little part of you out there and when someone else connects with that, you know, because there's a lot of times, you know, in my writing in the past, like, mm-hmm. it's it's something, you know, personally I'm going through that I kind of like, it ends up in there because it's, it's therapeutic. And then to see someone else also kind of click onto that and hold on to it and, and, mm-hmm. and it helps it. Honestly, it's therapeutic to help realize I'm not alone in this without actually having to talk to people about your problems, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, I've, uh, this is kind of one of those things where it's like, again, you get emotionally invested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that RP, especially when you're talking about the, um, the, the harder, the more difficult issues to discuss um, emotionally, that one's love, um, anything regarding hate, 
the more sensitive topics of like children and things like you know, just politics. I try to leave out of it. Oh yeah, <clears throat> but love and stuff like that, you, you kind of it, it comes in there eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, like right now, uh, there's the, the character that I've got going right now. This uh, is Shin Offer because uh, I love his storyline and in reality, <laughs> funny story. I created the account for Shin Malfur because my account for Toland got shut down. <laughs> what? By, yeah, by a Petra. <laughs> so... <laughs> okay, you got to tell that story. Okay, so <clears throat> in this little alternate reality little uh, role play server we got going on, we had a, a bunch of original characters that had been created. Uh-huh. Um, my Toland the Shattered, and then. Petrovenge, played by a <laughs> played by a certain FFC co-host that you might... <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> so I'm tolling the shattered me personally I have a huge thing for Petra I'm sorry her character is beautiful. who doesn't <clears throat> um her hair oh my god, oh my god. um. But yeah, so Tolan goes in and not trying to really, I guess, not not trying to be overtly out of character. I wanted to keep him that way, but I also wanted to grow him as a character. You know, see, oh, yeah. know, is it possible for Tolan the Shattered to have a love interest? So I tried to push that out there. He got shut down hardcore. <laughs> um, <laughs> it didn't, It in my defense, it did not help that the author of the Petra account had a personal grievance with Tolan that she did not like him. Oh, no. Yeah. So that came through. Oh, no. So that happened, and I was like, you know what? No, 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 no. I was like, I've got to figure out something. I've got to figure out something where I can write with her more often because she's an excellent writer, um, and I want to find out more about her. So I was like... I need to come up with a different character that I can get in that I can get in there with. So I got really devious with it. <laughs> so yeah, I have to let's see. She likes hunters. Oh, uh, da, 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 and I'm sitting there digging deep through. Diving. Like, I was, oh yeah, I was deep diving the lore, just trying to be like, okay, what stalker? Can I, what can I buy? I'm a lore stalker. Um, yeah, I was like, you know what, Shen Offer. And I was like, the it's one of the easily one of the most recognizable stories in Destiny. Mm-hmm. And easily one of the most badass guardians out there. So I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him. Why not? He's got the confidence level I like that you know we'll get across there. He's got at least he's at least got the physical oh. balls to get the confidence. He may not necessarily <laughs> have it in the. If I write it, I know he's right just going for it anyway. Oh yeah, it's oh, yeah. not he's, out of character. He, let's go. You know, yeah, let's do this. So I created Shin, and when I first created his character. It was at the very beginning of Red War. That was when I first created him. And at that point in the time in the lore, he was very two-dimensional. It was very cut and dry. You know, this is right. This is wrong. So from that point, him and Petra started started dating. She actually gave Shin a chance. Yes. Which was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they had many, many romantic adventures. Uh, Um, I don't know. (laughs) Um. So then, after moving to the Dreaming City, when they opened up the Dreaming City to us in uh, the D2 campaign, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Shin took off with her and went out to the Dreaming City with her and actually became part of the group with the Queen and everything like that. And again, this is all being talked in Twitter RP roleplay and all these adventures that's going on. And off on the side, Shin's also having his adventures, you know, chasing after the shadows and all this other stuff. And I finally got to the point where I was like, you know, he's kind of become two-dimensional. Like, it seems like I'm just talking about, you know, the cutesy couple stuff anymore and not doing enough adventures and things like that. And I was like, you know, I, I want to try and build on Shin and take him. I want, I want to see if I can actually build something on him and do something with him. And so I was talking with the other writers that I was working with. And I came to the point where I was like, you know, Shin, he doesn't seem relatable because he just doesn't have that pain there. Like he's got his origin story, Mm -hmm. which everybody knew. So creepy thing. I like creepy things. So I actually got to the point where in my story, Shin took out a shadow and started using Thorn. Oh shit! Yeah, he was, and this was before it was ever that Shin and Dredgen Vale were the same person. So it essentially came to the point where saying that Shin was a shadow prior to it being revealed that he was a shadow. About this, I think it was like two weeks prior. (laughs) How'd that go for you? I loved it. I absolutely loved it because. To feel like I was that connected to the character and that I could, I saw where the direction was going with it. It definitely, if it was almost like validation. Yeah. You could say like, it was, it was really incredible. Um, and just the more that I read into his story, the more that I look back at, you know, Dwindler's Ridge about him and Jaron Ward and Dredgen Yor and the whole story of everything with Palamon, the more it just did, the backstory just didn't sit right with me. That didn't make sense. The whole thing with, you know, Jaron never misses, but he didn't fall, but Yor didn't die. You know, all that good stuff. Yor <laughs> killed him in one shot. So the whole thing about Jer- about Dredgen Yor missing or letting him shoot uh, Dredgen Yor, he just wasn't killing that was something that I was like, that had to have been. It, there's no other explanation than Jaren just wasn't strong enough to kill him. And that he was testing Shin to see if he was even strong enough to actually get it done. So wow. <clears throat> it was it was so nice to see that the writers chose to take that kind of a direction with him. Um, because it, it, again, it, it was validation and it was me getting to see a character that I had grown to love that I had, in a sense, I guess, co-opted as my own. Yeah. Um, and made it part of my life. It was really amazing to see that the creators of that character felt a similar way about him and decided to move him in that direction that he needed to make. So that was it was really nice to see that. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, and that gets you, you know, even more connected to the game and mm-hmm. yeah, when all this stuff happens, like, oh I can't imagine your face like something pops up like lore wise with oh, yeah. him, you're like, Oh yeah, anything comes up with Shin, oh yeah, I'm all over that. That's so cool, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm I'm on that shit like two bunny rabbits. Um but interesting thing about that since then though, Shin has since broken up with Petra and made an OOC named Nisa. So, and there's an interesting love triangle going on now between the three of them. <laughs> okay. I was about to say, you can't just be dropping Petra. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. I ain't going to drop Petra. No. I'm unless, sure you are a little bit. You know what I mean? Unless, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe multiple times within. within mm -hmm. Yeah, say. yeah, yeah. We're talking sex. I don't know if you guys caught that. <laughs> Dude, that's. I need to. Okay. So that makes me. I need to choose. I need to get a character in deep dive like that. I, mm, I want that, like, fun. that really extra step. Fun. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that's so awesome. Yeah, it's just, and it, again, it comes back to it's just the wording. It takes practice to get the wording right. And since it's text, it is so easy to misconstrue some of the, like, the emotions that you're throwing out there. So if you're not, if you're not comfortable with your word usage, practice, practice, practice. Oh, yeah. Because depending on the tone that the person takes it in, it either a kiss on the cheek or a left hand. <laughs> like, so. Oh my God. Yeah, so yeah, where it's... could you, you know, cause you just started, you know, a year ago, like where would you like to see mm -hmm. this going? You know, you started, you know, a little bit <clears throat> in game, Twitter characters and the discord, like mm -hmm. all out so, like writing, you know, like a all out writing, like a book or, or where do you want to see this going? The RPs in general, I started off at, they're, they're for my entertainment. Mm -hmm. And so long as I have a job making money, I don't think I would turn that as trying to make it too much more than what it is. Uh, I enjoy writing. Uh, it is a, a break for me. As much as I would love to be able to do something like making money off of it, um, I would love... I, I would love being able to do that, but I know that if it came down to where I needed the money from it, then I'd grow to hate it. So yeah, I try to keep it to the point where it's pretty much for enjoyment. Right now, the extension that that has taken from that point is I've actually started doing um, some voice acting roles for FFC for some of their audio grimoire, which um, has been incredible, by the way. Yeah, they've they've done an excellent job. Um, Infested Potato is one of the one of my favorite guys that does audio on there. He's, yeah, Jesus, that guy's incredibly talented. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, just, uh, it's been, it's been a lot of fun just kind of experimenting with the different directions it can go. Um, you got the audio grimoire, you've got the Twitter RPs, in-game RPs we've talked about. Um, I know Cole Dwyer and Green and I have all talked about doing potentially a in-game RP, um, where we start off with a uh, with brand new characters and go through as a newly formed oh, fire team. That's awesome. So, and I can pretty much guarantee you that there's going to be ensuing moments on that one. Oh my god! Yeah, with with you and them. Oh my god! That's that's like, pure gold waiting to happen. I mean, you've got the, a, a lore master like Green, the Lude Master, the Cheese Titan. <laughs> And then the author of BDJ. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong, right? No, it's practically <laughs> a match made in heaven. Yeah, exactly. And and so don't discredit your lore knowledge, there. man. I see you hopping on talks all the time on Twitter. I'm like, this guy knows his shit, dude. It is. All I try to. I try to a lot. It's like I said. I, I love stories, and I love how a very well written story can really pull you in. Mm -hmm. And like the hive, God, I, everything about the hive, and this is the reason why Poland as my first muse, really. 
everything about them just draws me in. Uh, they are the embodiment of Darwinism in my like it's it's one of those oh my god yeah um it's just that that ultimate fact where it's almost like the what's basically like theology versus evolution actually between the traveler and the hive or the darkness uh mainly the hive right now because we still don't have a little definition of what the darkness but they're co-opting a religion oh yeah yeah hopefully yeah i don't know i don't know you think it's going to come within the next couple of installments hopefully i think you know like they're hinting at bringing it back i think i think mm-hmm. it's not going to be like uh out of nowhere just like hey the darkness is here i think it'll be like breadcrumbs because i know how much we like eating the little crumbs up you know and, mm-hmm. and working our way and then we make all of our theories and then bungie likes to come and be like bam none of you were right <laughs> you know go ahead show us your nuts again yeah <laughs> Bam. But yeah, I'm but yeah, hoping it's... soon, but yeah, we're definitely going to get some more breadcrumbs, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I got to say, some of the breadcrumbs that they've left recently, not too thrilled with, but <laughs> not, a big, not a big fan of fanfic. But uh, <laughs> like, I like fanfic, just not when it's written as the lore. <laughs> Go on. Uh, give us an example. Well, okay, so... I'm a mixed feelings on this. I'm still have an inner war turmoil going on this. I'm going to need another drink before I get started. Here we go. <laughs> All right. The Let's do it. Ah, uh, yes. Floor. Here we go. <clears throat> coming, coming across is basically a fanfic predictions. Of, you know, this is what's going to happen when the guardian, or, you know, the guardian's going to do this. And he's going to be the shadow of Petra's going to be the shadow of the awoken. And he's going to, and I see both sides of the argument that, you know, this is just a bunch of fanfic. It's two scions sitting there in the corner, jerking it and being like, Cow. You know. <laughs> Let's <laughs> notice me, senpai. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, there's that. But at the same time, like, I try to, I try to tilt my, the way I view things mm-hmm. to where it gives myself a different view of what the authors could be trying to do. Um, and something I thought of that, to me, gives it a less fan, you know, fanboy kind of moment and more of a, oh shit, kind of moment. The Scions of Callus had the device, the Oxa, mm-hmm. that they used to predict the future. As we have seen with the Vex and with Oryx, visions of the future and of the past and everything like that, Guardians have been able to tamper with and change and manipulate. And I think the introduction of our ability to do that, our paracausal nature in the Destiny universe, has upset the Ox's ability to do that. I don't think that their ability to predict the future is sound as it what used to be yeah so what i look at it is more of like my where you've got the three different interpretations three different people these reports that we're looking at look at it instead of oh yes this you know this is what happens the the shadow goes and the uh the shadow of the awoken you know and then 
Callus kills the shadow of the Awoken because he's an idiot and you know stuff like that. There can only be one shadow of Earth. And yeah, they're both technically one. shadows of Earth because of <laughs> yeah, 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 oh yeah. So cut Petra's head off and it's like no, 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 no. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not what I meant. Like you could kill Petra, right? Tried fat ass. Come so, on. But but here's so my thing is, what if it's not so much fanboying as preparations? So you've got all this history that's being written, and you've got these scientists whose job it is to write down history. Um, we're looking at it as, oh, these guys are just writing. But if these guys are continuously writing predicted futures down, they don't have time to go and say, okay, well, we're going to write a book about it at, after it happened. Because mm-hmm. that's it's too late at that point. So they're sitting there trying to write down all these things. You've got the different interpretations. And what if we're looking at is one scion's view of this is how the future is going to unfold if the guardian becomes Callus's shadow so you've got let's say Petrovenge for instance is one of the big ones where it's just like Petra is in an interesting place right now um, her queen has abandoned her as far as the way the guardians and everybody else see it mm-hmm. um the queen's kind of abandoned her well at this point oh yeah because she's worked so hard to get to the queen again yeah. <clears throat> and she's taken off to go and meet with whomever she's with right now and left all of this the everything going on inside the dreaming city uh the reef it's all on petra now mm-hmm. and petra is standing there trying to be this beacon of hope for her people even though that was never anything that she was really prepared for we've seen her go from a regent uh from just a corsair really uh just that all the way up to regent and to basically standing in for the queen in her absence um even i believe there was one destiny that actually asked where they were talking about asking to take the queenship um Oh, and, wow, I hadn't seen that. Yeah, it's uh, one of the, I want to say it's chess piece uh, for the prodigal robes, I want to say. Okay. But, um, but yeah, it's that amount of pressure being put onto her. Um, that, if you, if you were to find out that the queen turns on either her people or the guardians and essentially kind of backstabs the work that Petra has been doing. She's going to be in a very, very position um, just as a human being, which she still is. Oh yeah. Enlightened. She's still a very human uh, being and to be betrayed by somebody that you've put that much trust in and that much faith and just i guess all your eggs in one basket kind of thing yeah that much of yourself put for, for towards Mara helping to that person betray that petra would would basically collapse and her only source of strength that she had been able to depend on truly and honestly would be who at that point the now newly appointed shadow So, is it really 
that far out fetched for Petra to become the shadow of Earth. All it takes is Mara being just as much yeah. of an asshole as the naysayers say she is. Callus <clears throat> be killing Petra. We'll throw that one out there. Impossible. Callus we'll is fair. Well, physically, maybe not. You seen the knife personal, trick? Come on. <clears throat> personal, personal opinion. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Knife, knife trick is some good shit. Um, <clears throat> I figure there's some there's some uh, some inner stuff happening with that phrase for you guys. Yeah. I'm sure there's some unknown backstories there. <laughs> good times in RP. Good times. Yeah. In RP. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> You're welcome. Continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, thanks. Appreciate yeah, anytime. That. I got you, brother. Uh-huh. So anyway, with the whole thing as far as Callus goes, the very first rate, I think we have seen Callus. I don't think it's what's in his throne room. I don't think it looks anything at all like what's in I think it's what's in his shadow realm. I Ooh. think that is Callus, and that is the only form of Callus. That is left. Um, so from his trip way out into the deep darkness, mm-hmm. there was there there oh, one of the one of the pieces I forget which one I'm going to have to look it up. One of the pieces of lore that's in the latest releases talks about it's his advisor, the the next in command, Scion, betrayed quote unquote betrays him by worshiping the original cup. Um, talks about how he has not seen. Emperor Callus in the flesh since the moment he went back behind the doors to meditate. Oh so shit! It, it generally talks about how his his it, you know advisor has never seen him physically since then. Uh, just these robots. So it is, in my opinion, and the opinion of many other people, that Callus is no longer a physical being as we would as we would understand. Man, I'm an idiot. I always just I was like, this is a cool raid mechanic. Just blew my <laughs> mind right now. God, I'm a moron. It's so oh, obvious. <laughs> Man, bless you. No. <laughs> this just changed the whole story for me. <laughs> well, it, and well, again, that's this is a theory. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing that's saying is for a fact that I'm that, that this is right, but it's another another way to view it. And I think again, bringing back to the whole RP thing, you know, that's what RPing is really about: is getting to know other people and getting other people's perspectives on mm-hmm. things and drawing people in and being able to. And with the lore community, the great thing about that is there's so many different ways that you can interpret what's been written in the lore. There's so many different ideas and things like that, and that's why I love listening to. You know, just some guardians. We got Guardian Radio. We've got, you know, FSC. We've, I mean, we got uh, there's Man at Arms, which you know. okay. Man at Arms does, does sometimes. I know this arms. off the top of my head. <laughs> Last time I looked at the so if anyone if anyone's wondering, um, uh, Kingsley over at the Guardian Hub has got a running dock of all Destiny podcasts, and I mm-hmm. think to date there's like twenty of them that are still going in some capacity talking destiny. Damn. Because I could guess like 12 when he was on the show and I was like, 
Well, that's embarrassing. Twenty, <laughs> Jesus, I had no idea. Man, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's, there's so many that are out there, it's, and again, it, it speaks volumes to the quality. Like, if there's that many people that are, it's just you know it's good, and it makes makes me kind of laugh. The whole thing of oh, Destiny has no story, or Destiny yes, mm-hmm. game is dead, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what you know. I have people that ask, like, why do you listen to so many different mm-hmm. Destiny podcasts? Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts at work, and mm-hmm. people are like, why do you listen to so many? Just specifically, like, if you listen to one, don't you listen to them all? And you're like, no, there's so many. Everyone's different, everyone has different life experiences, which make them view things differently. So, every one of these shows, I'm seeing the game in a whole new way. Same thing, mm-hmm. like, that's what I love with like FFC, you know, they mm-hmm. all have their own way of seeing. They can all read the same lore card and think of a completely different thing, you know, and yeah. you get to hear and kind of see everything from everyone's point of view. It's, mm-hmm. oh, it's so cool. Like, <laughs> why wouldn't you listen to everyone's opinions? It makes yours, yeah. just, it makes the whole experience better if you're invested and in this game. And that's the lesson in life there, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, listen to other people's opinions. Understand yes. them. Try to at least. You can't always be right about everything. <laughs> You're incredible. Well, I mean, I can, but you know, that's a, that's uh, a topic uh, yeah, for another you, day. <laughs> you can be right. You can be. Right. <laughs> uh, but um, no, one more thing, real quick, before we before we move forward. Like, you know, since we're talking about the shadows and stuff, I'm really excited because if you notice, the new title you can get is mm-hmm. Shadow. You know, mm-hmm. and um, honestly, like one of my favorite episodes ever of a uh, Focus Fire chat is when they, they went through, you know, the, the collector's book and everything and talked about all the shadows from, you know, all over the different species and everything. And I was like, it mm-hmm. just opened up the Destiny universe so much more to think about. Because mm-hmm. you're constantly thinking about what's, you know, happening here. Hive, Taken, Cabal, Vex, you know, whatnot. And to oh, think yeah. that, like, there's so much other shit going on that we have nothing to do with because yeah, we, we feel so no important. <laughs> We're just this much going on in this whole area. Like, yeah. Oh, that was so fascinating to me. I've probably listened to that episode like three times. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm like, Shadow, let's go. I want to learn more about this. It's so interesting. If there's one thing that I would love to do, kind of, I guess, part of the reason why I'm in the, uh, why I like doing the audio uh, stuff for FFC, if there was one thing I could do to expand on what they've done in the, in the Destiny universe, would be, like either movies or small episodes with like lore drawn cartoons, whatever mm-hmm. that are actually covering the other battles that happened. Like in specifically the one that drew me was the war in the book of sorrows talking about the battles on fundament, everything going on. Uh, Bife did a series on him. Oh yeah. Long ago where it was, uh, he had actual work that was given to him and it was, like just that being done along with it just added so much more context and power behind the words that were being read. So yeah, I definitely would love this. An animated series. Oh of yeah. Like oh. some of the, uh, some of the small shit, just, just like little shorts would be fine. Like, oh yeah. 10, 10, 15 minutes. Fine. Uh, but uh, the fundament wars and, you know, going up against the Ammonites is just, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm hoping, because, you know, we're not with Activision anymore. And, you know, the big thing mm-hmm. forever is we couldn't have actual books written, you know. Yeah. And so I'm hoping, because, like, um, you know, Bungie, when they were doing Halo, like, I read almost all those, the official, like, the Halo stories books. You know, I've read yeah. 
a whole bunch of books about wow assassin's creed like if i get a mass effect if i get into a universe i want to read everything <laughs> oh, yeah. about it so i'm hoping now we can actually get that i want to just sit down and just that would, that would be really cool oh my god and i know there's a few people out there that have written some sidebars within the destiny universe as far as uh specifically with guardians and things like don't think that i've yet seen anybody that did just a side or just a side story where it was not involving guardians at all yeah that's Um, that's what i want to see for sure the one in particular definitely i want to see the elixir yes when they fell uh that right there would be a powerful story because that's going to be basically one of those like look where you're headed humanity mm-hmm. kind of thing. Oh yeah. I, def- I definitely foresee that. Well, and, it, and it's interesting. Yeah, cause totally. like, you know, people that don't, cause I play with people that are like, I don't care what's going on. I'm just here to shoot aliens. And mm-hmm. it's like just learning more about the fallen to where like, when you get a headshot mm-hmm. and you, you know, you see the pop, you're like, I know what that is. <laughs> like that, <laughs> just knowing that takes the game to a whole nother level. I'm like, and there's so uh-huh. much more past that. Like, Mm-hmm. you're missing out you're missing out but and understanding that the reason why that the, the dregs are missing their body freaking they they were actually legit cut off because they don't rate them yeah like, exactly. <laughs> it's one of those like well you're uh, not strong enough for this one buddy hey yeah come back for the test next month mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah just and it, it's weird because like you you think about that and it's just to have like we take we take and look at our own society and like we think about the things that we we think we rate, like mm-hmm. we, like as human beings, we're, we're fairly I think civilized in the manners of it. Like we look at things like age, uh, whenever we come to you know determining what we rate as individuals. Uh, so you get your driver's license, you get when you're eighteen. Um, you can't drink until you're twenty one. It's, it's privileges more so, but you start looking at civilizations like the fallen. And it's like, you're not permitted to have arms. arms. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, this is legit a, it's, it's a almost barbaric society by our standard definition of it. Oh, yeah. But this is just normal life for them. And this is the way they condition their people. And it's, it's very interesting and almost, I want to say, militaristic in the way that they do it. Um, so it's, it's, I would, that's part of the reason why I'd really love to see is just to see what's the word I'm looking for here. Uh, almost like the, fr- the fraternal rules are kind of like a fraternity, I guess, would be the, the best way to put it as far as hazing the, the caste kind of situation to see what that society looked like. Right now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's. Yeah, that would be the one I would go for. That and Fallen have four, so that's just, you know that's mm-hmm. dream, <laughs> dream, dream. <laughs> well, should we move into the next thing here, brother? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. let's do story time. Story time. So, uh, for anyone that does not listen, story time is a segment we do on the show. Um, we like to get nostalgic, and one thing gamers love to do is tell stories about how great they are as gamers. Um, so, what we do here is is just tell a random gaming story, you know, a short story, just a random gaming 
memory, anything going on um, from any point in any game. I'll, I'll go ahead and lead us off um, since I just dropped this in your lap, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, it's okay. so it's okay. my body is ready. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Damn, put that away, dude. We're on Twitch. Damn, jeez. Um, save that for after show. <laughs> so I think I'm my memories actually be pretty recent because it was one of those moments we were talking about earlier where like we had music going, it was mm-hmm. awesome. So, uh, me and a friend we decided we we're gonna two man, um, oh, what's the, the throne thing in the Dreaming City? The Oh, no, Shattered Throne? Shattered Throne, thank you. My story, and I couldn't remember what the place is called. So we, <laughs> we were going in there to do it and um, complete the activity, not do it. Um, I mean, that happened too. Um, so, right on Cheer right statue. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> but, like, it was almost, though, we probably said, oh, that's exactly what my guardian would probably do, like, 800 times during this one run. We were in there forever. We're playing music. We're trying to, you know... <laughs> lob balls way further and missing and like oh shit and starting over and falling around and like as just as we worked through it was just laughter and just non-stop like mm-hmm. this is probably what my guardian would do this is the song he would play this is the song this would happen here and like just to complete it like to music i don't know like the destiny music is awesome i love mm-hmm. it but once you start like you know playing to, to anything else it just really brings that to another level <laughs> I think yeah, I could definitely oh agree with that. We killed because it was one of those we we were in there for so long we were just trolling each other. I think we we cleared it listening to I feel pretty. Oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> so perfect, dude. As you were sitting there shooting our machine guns, it was, was so saying, good. You can, you can see that. Like, how's it going? <laughs> Get my dog over here. Hey, doggo. <laughs> but yeah, I could just see like. You think about it though. That's a movie moment. Slow, like just take a replay of you in that moment. Now just slow it down. When machine guns just firing, and you can see the uh, <laughs> you can see the shells just falling from the gun. Oh yeah! Like I feel pretty, pretty. so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so fun. That's one of, the, one of those ir- irony movie moments. Because you, you look at it like, you know, your Guardian's gone through so much stuff. Like, some things oh, yeah. are probably just like, yeah, nonchal- as nonchalant as you do play the game, they're like, yeah, I got this. Oh, God. Oh, real quick. Because I am being, I, I am also being probed with questions here, among other things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> class, of, what class do you play? Is your main? Oh, what is your main? Titan, dude. Okay. Punch shit all, all right. day, every day. Come on. Nice. All right. All right. All right. Just, just had to make sure. Warlock main, of course. <laughs> I figured. Lore. Lore. Gotta yep, love it. Exactly. You had that warlock uh, jawbone, you know what I mean? Mm, that was perfect. So, um, I suppose it's mine now, or? Yeah, man. Bring it on. What do you got? For many times. My favorite Destiny or my favorite gaming mode not even, is not even Destiny, actually. And because me and my wife stayed up for at least, I don't know, an hour afterward just laughing around. Uh, Portal 2. <laughs> There's one specific level where the only way you get 
from one side of the room because it spawns you in this big square. You on one side is just you and a blank wall, and then on the other side is just a whole bunch of freaking lasers just crisscross, crisscross, and it's a long hallway of them. So the first ten minutes of it is used to get through there, and you can't. Well. The point of it is that you have to put a ceiling and on the floor, and then at the exact right moment of you falling portal from the ceiling and going into the one on the floor, you have to put the portal on the back wall so it flings you down the hallway. <laughs> you build up terminal freaking velocity. Yep. Oh yeah. So, me and my wife are doing this, and by the time we figured it out, we've. She and I have both died like I don't know ten times, and we're like, okay, maybe we, we can we should try this. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. And we finally get it to the point where we're like, okay, we nailed it, went through it, and it launched me, but it didn't go fast. Enough. And I was like, well, I was still building up speed, you know, where I just keep going. And she's like, yeah, this is gonna work. This is gonna work. So we do the two portals, one on top, and we jump in. And wow, 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 wow. And she's like, okay, you ready yet? No, I'm not ready yet. You ready yet? No, I'm not ready. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm like, okay. She goes and throws the portal. portal that she... Portal, so I just slam. Just... <laughs> just splat. <laughs> just splat. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, yeah. And again, it had gotten to that point where she had, had like gotten... Cause have you played Portal uh, 2 before? Oh, yeah. So you got the two robots. She mm -hmm. and I had gotten to the point where we were being the robots at that point because they're both smart asses. Oh, yeah. Oh, the and whole so she, time. Oh, yeah. She and I were just just lipping off the air. <laughs> just being like, what are you doing, dumbass? <laughs> Trying to succeed. So, so she did that and threw me into the floor. I was just like, you did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and we just sat, we literally sat there for like, an hour just laughing grasses. So that was it. Really, that's what got me into gaming um, heavily. Is just how much fun I had with her. Me and her playing together, and we started playing Destiny together uh, as well. She is also a Titan main because she's smart. Which, you know, no fault to her own. I can't. I, she can't be perfect. But uh, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> the, the the warlock fell for uh, MSN Messenger, so you know this is true. This is whatever. True. <laughs> no, in all, in all honesty, she can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you hear her. I love the commentary in the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. She's like, goddamn right. Oh my god, that's awesome. But yeah, she's she's great at the game, and I've had so much fun playing with her. She's kind of moved on to other games and come back every once in a while. Destiny, but she still has a love for the game, obviously, with Guardian Con and coming out with the Titan. Um, God, I'm excited to see that. She is, too. She's excited to show everybody the, the Titan mark that she's wearing. She's going in full Queensguard Titan armor. So she's going to be going out there decked out in white yes. and gold. Uh, the mark that she has, she has pretty much put together herself and, and as far as cutting all the material and everything yeah. for it. 
So she's got that going and she's falling in love with it and got it sitting on the ironing board. So she's really, really loving it. It's just been, it's been a work of pain and love and just, holy shit, we got to get this done. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, marriage is like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, dude, that's awesome. The kids are awake. We got to get this done. Hurry up. Yeah. Right now. Go. Ah. (laughs) Well, let's, uh, Let's jump over here and do some, uh... Let's do our emails! Thank you, daughter. I think I will. <laughs> so, we have a couple emails here. Um, both of them deal with Russ, who's not here, but we're gonna go for it anyway. Um, first email comes in from Drafty. Hello, Drafty. He asks, is it possible to post in show notes how long Russell's rant is each week so we can skip it? <laughs> I don't read these beforehand. Other than that, great show. Keep up the good work. Hugs, Drafty. Censorship um, is the devil. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to show notes how long. I'll try to get timestamps for you guys. You know, kind of like, you know, when you go to YouTube and it's like, if you want this section, go here and here. I'll see what I can do. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> um, let's see here. And then one uh, from Arisen Phoenix. Uh, is Russell ever going to get a talk about Sekiro? And yes, he did last week. He gave us a very lengthy update, which caused Drafty's email. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, yes and yes. There was the answer. Full, full circle. Full circle. Yeah, nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like you. Mm. Wow, my man. Dude. I'm need another drink. Mm-hmm. Go for it. You're incredible. This was... You're like, incredible. I imagined greatness here, <laughs> and what I got was just, I don't you know, are too kind. You are too kind, sir. It's like, it's like looking up, God stirred me in the face, and he said, you're my favorite. That's what this felt like. <laughs> I'm on Vicodin, let's move forward. Um... Oh, okay. Good. So there we go. Jesus, funny. dude, you blow me like that. I'm your beard's gonna take my ball. See, Well, dude, in the future, if they want to find uh, you, role playing, mm-hmm. actually playing, whatever content you want to plug, man, what do you got going on? Hit us. Okay, so again, I'm on PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, Wicked Jester, W-Y-K-I-D-J-E-S-T-R. Uh, I'm with Hydra Gaming. Uh, we've got people on all platforms there. If you're trying to catch me doing my role play, you can catch me as Shin Malfur at, at Hunt the Shadows or uh, Toland the Shattered at Shattered Toland. And uh, just on Twitter, on my, again, W-Y-K-I-D-J-E-S-T-R. Wicked Jester and that's pr- those are pretty much the best place to find me. I'm also in Discord uh, under the same exact name, so uh, with the hashtag 1415. And also in my heart. You can find them there. <laughs> and hopefully a couple of other places soon enough, right? Yeah. Palm, palm of my hand, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I got you. I got you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's play some so music many here. To be had. Here we go. Amen. <laughs> uh, thank you all for joining us for episode 75 uh, of Just Some Guardians. Uh, when we do this show, we are live. 
That's twitch.tv slash just some gardens. Thursday night starting about 11.30 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, if you want to find us on Twitter, at JSGCast. Link to the Twitter is a way to get into the Discord. Come hang out. Talk with us. We love all of you. Please. Absolutely. Amen. Um, email us, justsomegardens.gmail.com, so we have content. Please. <laughs> As for myself, I'm Elmer Fudd. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch and YouTube at Elmer Fudd Games. Double M, double D. And uh, join us next week for Mutual Chaos and Utter Incompetency. 